Hello, JCI USA. This is Membership Development Director Emily Nock, and you are listening to Howl Time, the official podcast of the JCI USA Wolfpack. Now, I know we have a lot of chapters out there that might be struggling with their membership and trying to think of how they can turn it around. Well, in this week's episode of Howl Time, we sit down with Andrea Lowry and Kara Schilling of the Western Maryland JCs, who did just that in 2018. Not only did they double their membership, but they actually grew their chapter to one of the largest chapters in the state of Maryland. Hey, Andrea, Kira, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us, Emily. We're super excited. Great. And so I know you guys did a phenomenal job last year with the Western Maryland JCs. Um, but let's start off just finding out a little bit about both of you. Um, Andrea, tell me a little bit about you and how you came to the JCs. So I joined the JCs in 2016, so just about three years ago. Um, I had seen on Facebook other people that I had graduated college with that were in such events, and I was searching for one like that in Western Maryland. So I did some research, and I stumbled across the JCs and joined the first meeting I went to, and it's been fun ever since. And how about you, Kira? I had actually gone to high school with a few of our JCs, and they kept trying to recruit me throughout the numerous years. And I actually just joined last year, and it took me a while to understand what was going on locally and what all they actually did, because, of course, I knew that we did our wing off, but that was it. So I finally got to a point where I was ready to join and be part of something, and I have loved every second of joining this since I have. That's great, because already, Kara, you're the vice president of membership, and uh, Andrea, you're the chapter president, correct? Yes. Yes, ma'am. And 2018, like I mentioned, was an absolutely phenomenal year for you guys. You guys doubled up your membership, which is a great thing for any chapter to do. Um, how, how did you guys do that? So it all kind of started with us sitting down as a new board. Our entire board is new, pretty much new members. All of us, I think Andrea is our oldest member as, as our board at three years. Everybody else is a year and younger on our board. And we sat down and we were like, okay, what changes do we want to make? So we went and just kind of started rolling with that. We started a new platform with our social media and really putting things out there on social media. Every interaction that we had, every event that we attended, big or small, whether it was one of us or there was 10 of us there, we were capturing that and sharing that amongst all of us. And we really just tried to reach out to our friends and be like, hey, you know, we're having so much fun. Come check us out. Um, We stopped doing just sit down meetings every month. And we started doing what we call cocktails and connections, where we bounce around to different local businesses. And we'll business or just be patrons of their business and we're able to network within each other, meet new people, bring a friend or 
five or 10, however many you want to bring <laughs> and just enjoy that and enjoy each other's company. Uh, it's great. And going to the different businesses, you know, that helps promote the community as well. And there's also all the staff members that work in those businesses that you're promoting the organization to. So that, that's great to jump around to the different, different places. Yeah, and, we definitely enjoy it. And I know that's something that uh, Neil Fitzgerald from California mentioned that his home chapter uh, actually saw on social media and they're now copying that idea. So it's something that's really, really catching on. Definitely. Now, and you, you mentioned the social media presence, which is definitely like damped up a lot. Um, what did you find worked the best on social media to attract new people? So the first thing that we decided was to kind of develop our own brand per se for Western Maryland. So we came up with the hashtag Mountain Maryland Movement and we all the boards started using it and then we put it on everything that we blast out there. And then we also tag, you know, JCI USA, Maryland JCs and uh that created a little bit of a buzz and people were like, "Oh, what what is that that they're doing?" And we just continued that and build upon it. And, you know, here we are almost a year later, we'll probably come up with this year's uh, brand hashtag. Similarly, the way national does it with be the change and Maryland does with small, but mighty. And we see there are a lot of chapters out there that come up with a theme each year, but I love you guys really embraced it and really promoted it. And I think that just makes it a huge difference. Yes. Now, was it something like, did you have a background in social media or was this something that you just learned on your own? Our media relations VP is Courtney McKay. She, marketing is her bread and butter. So she really took the social media project super seriously and went above and beyond. And she just, you know, just killed it and was amazing at everything. Share and where to get it the right places and how to create that buzz. So we definitely have Courtney to thank for all her efforts on the social media. And you also mentioned that most of your board members were new. So there was a lot of new ideas coming in. Now, did, did you guys reach any uh, resistance from old members? Cause I know that's one thing that we hear sometimes is a new member comes in and they have great ideas, but they feel like it's kind of hard to get those ideas out there. Uh, maybe a little bit. But we kind of just encourage that, you know, we're a changing organization. We have new things happening. We have fresh faces. We kind we put in new fundraisers and new events. We started doing professional development nights. So the organization's changing and we just encourage them to, you know, provide us with their guidance and their wisdom, but also be open-minded to the organization changing. So that's kind of, we just try to work together. I don't think there was much resistance, but um, we just try to work together as much as possible. I think that's great. It's so important just to kind of revamp your chapter and find the things that will work in your local community. And it sounds like you guys really did that last year, which is what we want to see our chapters doing. And I love the added professional development that you've added in because it's, you have to make the organization more than just about volunteering, which you guys do a great job of that. But if you're, all you're doing is volunteering, you're not really offering that extra JC experience. Yes, agreed. So what would you think, say was the biggest thing that contributed to your growth in 2018? I would have to say 
we organically really, really, really enjoy being around each other and we enjoy being part of our community. We all will have developed our friendships amongst each other and we'll hang out outside of just a JC event. And I know that I, everybody that I'm hanging out with now, I did not know a year and a half ago. And we just have meshed and have worked together so well. And everybody sees in pictures and in our posts and our interactions that we just love it. It is all coming from within and it's all about us caring for each other, each other's well-beings and our community and wanting to better what our small town is. Um, I do feel like we have done really well with also like following up with new members that come in and like will pop into a meeting or like a networking event or whatever it may be, we'll send out an email or one of us will message them and just be like, hey, thanks for dropping in. We really enjoyed meeting you. We hope to see you at our next event. If you know you already want to join, here's an application. Fill it out, send it back to us, and we'll get you rolling. If you want to come check us out again, we would absolutely love to have you. I love that. The, the follow-up and the activation is so important because there's so many times people come out to our meetings and you just never see them again. So it's, it's so important to reach out to those members and invite them to things. And I'm just I'm looking at your Facebook page. I can see in all the pictures what fun you all have together. And I, I think I'm sure that translates. I mean, it looks like an organization that I want to be a part of. Right. We actually went to a chamber event last night with our local chamber called Lucky Ladies Night Out. It was a fundraiser, and we just had a blast. And you did mention um, before that there is one major event that you guys are known for, um, which I know is the Tri-State State Wing-Off. Is that still, still your biggest yeah. event? It is. It is currently still our biggest event. And we actually just moved locations. Um, we're going to be at a fa- our local fairgrounds now, which is you know, I would say what, twice the size, mm-hmm. like the actual like land space. Mm-hmm. It's like twice the size of what we were at last year. And the event has just grown and grown and grown and grown. And we have people from all over the United States that come just for this event. And they love it. They love it. And they come back every year. I know there's already been talk of a caravan from Eastern Maryland coming up to see you guys for the HET. Now, for people that don't know what the wing off is, can you just give a little bit of information on that? So the wing off, this is the ninth year of our wing off. It was originated by a JC, which is Matt Miller. He had this awesome idea that he wanted to have a wing festival. He didn't know how, what, why, or anything, but he took the leap and put this event together. And every year it gets bigger and bigger. Uh, We have music lined up all through the day we have wing competitions we have a wing eating competition who can eat the most hot wings um and then like best flavor best dry rub best booth um different things to get everyone involved and then we have tons of vendors we have people that sell clothes that sell crafts and food and ice cream and everyone just loves to go to the wing off it you know whenever we kind of 
say about the JCs were like, have you heard of the wing off? Yeah, that's us that organizes that. <laughs> so they're like, oh, okay. Um, but that that's that is our claim to fame right now, the tri-state wing off, but um kind of along the lines of rebranding ourselves, we wanted to be able to add more value to our membership, which is why we started doing all the other stuff. But the wing off next year will be our 10th year. So we're really excited about that. We're excited about this year. It's June 15th in lovely Western Maryland. Um, and it's always a good time. We get lucky that we don't usually have rain. Yes. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, it, it's turned into a huge event. Matt Miller, our immediate past president, is the brains behind it all. And he can basically organize it in his sleep. So we are very grateful for him. Great. Now, what advice would you give to other chapters out there that want to create some of these changes and that they want to revamp their chapter like you guys did in Western Maryland? My first initial reaction is to really take a look at your chapter. You know, do like a little SWOT analysis. What you got, what is currently available, where you need to make some changes you know, where is the organization struggling? And similarly, how you said how Neil's chapter is taking our cocktails and connections, you know, we kind of all steal ideas from each other and try to figure out how things work. So I would say, take a look at your chapter and say, you know what, let's switch this up a little bit and see what we can do and what would fit our members' needs. And I would say to definitely look at each other and find your own strengths within your group and pinpoint those people and put those people responsible for that activity. Like Courtney, Courtney is amazing at marketing and advertising and she worked absolutely perfectly for our social media. And, you know, I'm really talkative and I have no qualms with going out and talking to a stranger. So it's really good for me to be part of the membership, to reach out to total strangers and be like, Hey, how you doing? So, you know, it's, it's definitely finding our strengths and putting us in the right categories for those. And that could also be something you use as a recruitment tool. If you're looking for someone with those skills, like if you don't have someone in your chapter Absolutely. that has marketing, you can go out and be like, Absolutely. we really need someone like you. Someone would love to hear that. They'd be like, what? You need me? <laughs> yeah, that's what I've always said. I, you, know, you go into chapters and you see them. They just like stand up in the front of the room and say, all right, who wants to do this position? And nobody's going to raise their hand on that. You have to take the, the personal touch and go up to them individually. Yeah, definitely. Well, it sounds like you guys have just done an amazing job up there. And just because there's a lot of people listening from across the country and they're hearing Western Maryland and being from Eastern Maryland, um, everybody automatically just assumes Maryland is Baltimore, which I'm sure you guys probably get a lot. Right. So where exactly is Western Maryland in the state? We are in the left panhandle of the state of Maryland. So um, there's Sidling Hill if you're traveling on 68. And most people think there isn't anything beyond Sidling Hill. Um, but Garrett County has the Wisp. It has great skiing. Um, Deep Creek Lake. Some people have heard of Deep Creek Lake. It was, it's been on a couple of TV shows. Um, but we're just situated in the mountains of Western Maryland. We are gracious for a beautiful scenery every day. And um, 
our town is growing as well. We're in a nice little beginning phase of a boom here in in Western Maryland. So that's also really exciting because there's kind of a trend that people leave and never come back. But I see that changing. And, you know, I see more young professionals. I see people wanting to make a difference. New businesses coming into the area. So we're definitely part of that little boom. And it's really exciting. And it's super cool, too, because a little history of Cumberland, because Cumberland is our main city of where we're located in Western Maryland and part of the Western Maryland JCs. And we're situated in between Pennsylvania and West Virginia, too. You can literally drive from West Virginia to Maryland to Pennsylvania all within like 20 minutes, um, maybe even less, actually. <laughs> but Cumberland was actually called or we still call it the queen city baltimore is known as the king city back in the day cumberland was the second biggest city in the entire state of maryland and that's how we got the nickname the queen city in relation to baltimore for the king city and we were known because we have the potomac river that runs through here and everything so we were known for a lot of big um industrial stuff back in like the early 20s that of course that time just kind of passed by us and you know we lost a lot of you know community and everything that just kind of left for other places so like Andrea was saying you know everything's kind of coming back around to us again and it's great to see and it's great to be part of that's great I had no idea about that so I'm getting a little bit of a history lesson today about my so, Yay! That's great. <laughs> right, is there anything else that you guys want to add in about your chapter, about upcoming events? We have um, a slew of upcoming events that we have planned for the year. Um, I'm actually working on creating a junior chapter uh, within the JCs. So I am so looking forward to that. We have a little committee going. Um, we just had our first meeting last week. So that's a little inside um, about us growing there. Um, we have a purse bingo that we're doing in May. We have our wing off in June. Um, I know we'll be holding another cornhole event, um, just a cornhole tournament mm -hmm. um, in April, mm -hmm. I think is when we're doing that one. And then we'll be holding another Empower Her Brunch this fall, which is just like us getting local women business leaders together and some networking and everything like that. So we're all looking forward to numerous events throughout the year. I love it. And where can people find out more information about you or check out your social media presence? Search Western Maryland JCs on Facebook. We also have a website, WMDJCs at gmail.com. Um, you are more than welcome. Kira and I both check that email, so we will get anything that is sent. And um, message Facebook. Feel free to call, email, text. Um, we're here. If other people want some insight, we would love to help them out. Absolutely. Great. Okay. And just got to ask one last thing before you leave, because it's how we end every uh, podcast here. And I, I heard you guys were practicing, so I'm expecting a good one. <laughs> but we got to get your best wolf pack howl. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Howl! Oh! That was great, guys. Thanks so much for joining. And definitely keep, keep Thanks, growing, Emily. keeping it up with that mountain movement up there. Awesome. Thanks, Emily. Thank you.
Thanks for listening, JCI USA. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Howl Time. Remember, if there's something that you want to hear about or you have a chapter or a project that you think is just doing amazing things, please reach out to me and let me know. You can reach me at my email address, enoch, that's E-N-O-C-K, at jciusa.org. Until next week, JCI, I'll howl at you later. 